0: i awesome.
1: Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for sports, 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 as we are talking week four in the National Football League, assuming it's actually going to happen. Uh, joining me today, Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? All right. All right. Good ready, to have you. Ready for,
0: ready for a barn burner Thursday night football
1: game, <laughs> oh, We'll get to that shortly. Um, also joining us today, rounding out our trifecta, as always, Bill Needles. How the hell are you, Bill?
2: I am good.
1: All right. Great to have you two guys on. So we got a few things non-football related. Well, football related, but like outside of the realm of a fucking team got COVID. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. But uh, we're getting at this a little bit late. So why don't we uh, just get right into week four here and the aforementioned barn burner of a Thursday night football game, Craig, your beloved Denver Broncos and their third string quarterback, uh, Mark Rippin's son, don't even know his first name. Uh, Will be taking on the Nye Jets. Uh, the Jets are minus one right now. Your team is not favored against the New York Jets. I believe this opened up at like Broncos minus two or something like that. And
0: yeah, and minus three. The minus Broncos three? have had two, the Bron. Yes, the Broncos have had two season-ending in- injuries since that line came out. <laughs>
1: yeah, jeez. Like, is is, is uh, Driscoll out? Like Driscoll
0: uh... yeah, is not injured. They, no. The Broncos. The Broncos are voluntarily starting Brett Ripon over Jeff Driscoll. Uh, so that. that's not uh, what you want. Uh, not even a little bit. Um, but uh, since this came out, the Broncos have lost their starting right tackle. And Dwayne Casey, uh, not Dwayne Casey, geez. uh Jarrell Casey, who'd been playing extremely well uh, in the middle of the defense, who they got from Tennessee in the offseason. He is now out for the season as well with a biceps injury. So uh, the Broncos have lost two significant starters since that line was first put on the board. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's just the end, just the just, uh, just the season uh, the, the from hell. The Miller, the Miller injury
0: was just the start of it. It has been absolutely the season from hell. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, maybe uh, just uh, tank this game and get a nice shiny Trevor Lawrence at the at the end well, of your troubles.
0: So that's that's obviously what Bronco fans are talking about. Is like, what if this turns into Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or mm-hmm. or or. Uh, that I think will depend on Drew Locke the last couple months of the season if he plays well enough that that is not possible then you can go with Drew Locke again next year if they have a shot at one of those guys and you at least have to think about it so that's uh, an interesting part of this but uh, yeah, it's an ugly ugly, ugly situation right now honestly, I've never cheered for a team that's been hit this hard this way with injuries before it's just, it hasn't happened Um, I... I, I don't I, I just think that the the, the team is, is is terrible in its current state and I suspect that will continue
1: I don't know it's like Colorado or, or is the state of you know Colorado built on like a like a burial ground or something because the same thing happened to my beloved avalanche in the same state where it was just like yeah. man so many injuries at the same time costing them a uh, potential shot at a cup this year but uh, what are you gonna do just Shake it off and try again next year, I guess. Um, As we mentioned, this opened up at Broncos minus three, which, quite frankly, that's when you wanted the line. I think you wanted to get the Jets at three at home on the short week on a Monday, even though the Jets suck. But now the Jets are favored and I don't condone this whatsoever. So um, this game is a tragic uh, primetime stay away for me. What do you think, Bill?
2: yeah I think you you take the jets here but you try not to think about it it's, um, yeah they're both bad teams but Denver is facing like the Jets at least have more talent at their positions you know that whereas Denver's yeah with second string third string minimal cohesion these people haven't played together that well like at least the Jets have most of their first string team so I'll
0: go with the Jets uh
1: of my that's... The
0: Jets are missing Lavie and Bell. Jets are also like not that, that that's a huge deal, no. but uh, I, I think Crowder may not play in this game either. Well, there so was talking that? about yeah, there was talking. About uh, back yeah, it's I I it's it, it. it's a nightmare.
1: Yeah, there's talk Crowder might be back, but I mean, man, just awful. Like, is this a game? Like, if, if you're in a fantasy league, is this the first time? I I can't think of a game where there would be two teams where you would start absolutely nobody in fantasy. I mean, maybe you start the Broncos defense based on what the Jets did last week, but I mean, fantasy wise, yeah, you... Bronco
2: tight end is worth a look, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um,
1: a uh, fant, Noah fant I yeah, think maybe, yeah. but even, even so, right. With, with Mark Rippon throwing him the ball or, or are you like <laughs> Mark Rippon's kid throwing him the ball. Or are you like, Oh man. Uh, to
0: be clear. It's Mark Rippon's nephew. Nephew. My it's bad. Sorry.
1: I, I don't want to yeah. espouse anything, but uh yeah. Anyway, moving on from this crappy game uh, to just don't bet on this game. Just let's all suffer through it with no money on the line <laughs> on Thursday. Yeah. Um, next up, Monday or uh, Sunday night, one o'clock games. How many we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, no, they did it to us again. Why are they doing this? Why ten? Why ten? And then three, eight, and five. So much better uh, last week.
0: Be, I would be talk to Fox and CBS if you don't like
1: that. I I will. I'll take it up with both of them. I really <laughs> will. Once this once COVID is uh, kicked, I'm gonna take it up with the pair a pair of those. Networks. They like
0: they like the four o'clock window to be nice and clear, so you have a bunch of eyeballs in the same game because that's the one they like to uh, like oh, to have their advertisers. Yeah, well, oh. it, it's, it's not as good for fans, but from the NFL's perspective, I understand it because Fox and CBS are like, oh, yeah, we're giving you a billion dollars. You put the games on when we say,
1: yeah, and... we're all watching Red Zone anyway. Come on, give it yeah. the Times, CBS yeah. and Fox, give it the Times. <laughs> uh, anyway, the Colts heading to Chicago to take on the Bears and the no longer uh, quarterback by Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Colts are minus three heading into chicago um man this looks like a really good spot to take the bears and nick fools for me i think this might be one of my five getting three uh from the home dog that i think is already the good luck team this year coming off a, a crazy comeback um miss trubisky so bad he got benched for a team that was two and zero, and uh i i man Just uh, I I think this is a good spot to take the Bears, who seem like they're going to be the good luck team this year and and kind of the bullshit team that wins like double digit games while not looking very good. Um, But yeah, I like the plus three here with the Bears. Might be one of my five. What do you think, Bill?
2: I'm actually not particularly low on the Colts. I think they're a decent team, but I still like the Bears here. Getting getting the extra three at home uh, when you're both pretty good teams, uh, I'm taking the Bears here.
1: Uh, Bears getting three at home. What do you think, Craig? I
0: think I'm going to take the Colts. Mm. Just because the Colts, their defense has been the best in the league by a significant margin, if you very look good. at the DVOA number. Um, first, very, very they're good. They're
1: first overall in DVOA right now, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Indianapolis The Colts,
0: offense so. has been extremely middle of the road, but mm-hmm. the, the defense has been fantastic. Uh, yeah, I I just I think the Colts are better. And like, can we trust Nick Foles to play this whole game? I think uh, we
1: can. Yeah, I, I uh, think. I think. I think the reason he went know. in there was like this. Is this is me being a bit of a conspiracy theory? But I think. Uh, oh God, who is it? Matt Nagy, right, is the coach for the uh, yeah. for the Bears. Yeah, sorry. Um, I think I think Matt Nagy knew that they were going to come back again. That that Falcons team was going to choke, and he said, "Okay, if I leave Trubisky in and Trubisky completes this comeback." I'll never be able to bench this guy. I got, if I go to Falls now, I'll be done with it. And that's precisely what happened. Uh, the comeback came to uh, the, the the comeback came to full should have actually been even worse for the uh, Falcons because they got a pretty horse's ass interception call that should have. Been, it was basically the reverse immaculate reception or whatever it was called in the end zone where <laughs> Allen Robinson caught a touchdown pass. And then after the play was over, the Falcons guy kind of stole the ball from him and they were like, no, it's an interception. And it was like, OK, what? Um but, uh, yeah, so it probably should have been even been worse for the Falcons, having lost that touchdown pass from Foles as well. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think the Bears are just kind of going to be off and running. And, I mean, say what you will about uh, former Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, but he is definitely better than Mitch Trubisky at playing football.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I just happen to get hurt a lot. Here's what I'll say mm-hmm. about the Bears' offense. It's looked good in this year. Uh, New York Giants, 18th in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Number 20 team in DVOA is the Atlanta Falcons, who they just came back on. And 27 would be the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I think that uh, the number one Indianapolis Colts are going to be a change in pace for the Bears, no matter who is playing quarterback. And it may not necessarily be pretty, especially on the interior. I think the interior is going to be a problem spot for the Bears.
1: Yeah definitely something yeah. to think about. Uh, moving on, the New Orleans Saints are heading into Detroit to take on my Lions, coming off the first victory of the year, and a little bit of an upset on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Saints minus four on the road against the Detroit Lions. Boy, that seems like they're baiting us to take take the Lions plus the four. What do you think, Craig?
0: They are uh, um, taking uh, the t- baiting us to take the Lions. Uh, I think I may have to. The Saints, Um, like, look, basically they had a couple of miracle plays from Kamara and still couldn't win. mm -hmm. Uh, The the, the Saints offense, sans Michael Thomas, has not looked obviously nearly as good as it normally would. Thomas not for this one, to be sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he's going to come back, is what I will say for this particular game. Breeze has not, uh, because they have an extra day off going in next week. You can buy Thomas eight days, uh, because they play on Monday Night Football. Yeah. I, I, the offense doesn't look good. Uh, they should still be able to score points against Detroit. I think Detroit might be able to score some points against them. I would just want the four in this game. I would want the four.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think the Lions are the spot. I would, I would caution people as a Lions fan because they look pretty good. Now, here's the thing with the Lions. If DeAndre Swift holds on to that pass, which he should have, and they beat the Bears in week one, they're all of a sudden two and one, and there's three teams that are two and one at the top. Or actually, Well, no, because the Packers would still be 3-0. and But them, the Bears, would both be 2-1. and And we'd be talking about, hey, the Lions are 2-1. and They beat the Cardinals on the road and the only game they lost was in Lambeau to a Green Bay team that looks pretty damn good right now. Um, so, you, I don't know, you'd kind of be talking yourself into the Detroit Lions. This is also a game where the Lions habitually go, you know, they, they kind of remind you that they're the Lions sometimes and maybe maybe lose a silly one.
0: Here's what I was saying. The way they remind you they're the Lions, mm-hmm. they're not going to lose by more than four in those games typically.
1: True. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. The way they typically might remind us of the Lions is Breeze throws a touchdown with uh, five 40 seconds left. Seconds. Yeah. yeah, forty-seven seconds left, and uh, the Saints go up by three type of thing. It's true.
1: Uh, Lions getting four at home. What do you think, Bill?
2: I think I like the Saints more here. I don't think the Saints are as bad as they've looked. I think they've they've played some tough teams, but I think they will get it together better than they have now. Um and the Lions, the Lions are the Lions. They're predictable at this point. Um they're never that great, but they're never that bad. (laughs) <laughs> they always just middle of the road I think the Saints will get it together And I, I'm going to say that this is The the week that they do it And, and I'll take the Saints here
1: Where's your uh, Drew Brees-o-meter Right now, uh, Bill?
2: I think Drew Brees Is not hitting throws That
1: he used to be able to make
2: hmm. um, I, I think that's a no-brainer But at the same time, I think Drew Brees Could be a better quarterback than A lot of them Um, never throwing the ball more than 20 yards. That's true. Uh, So I think he's still capable of winning football games. I just don't know if he's as good as he used to be. How about you, Craig?
0: Uh, I would say that Drew Brees is, I don't know if wash is the word I want to use yet, but if I'm a Saints fan, I'm very concerned. And again, it's never going to happen, but, if I, in a world where loyalty doesn't matter and the
1: fact that he's been the quarterback back there forever
0: doesn't matter, I would think there would be an illegitimate discussion about whether they have a better chance to win with Jameis Winston going forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I, I'm probably more leaning towards your uh, side there, Craig. But uh, again, two games without Michael Thomas and uh, let's just wait to see once Michael Thomas gets back. I'm, I'm reserving till we get to like late October, early November. before. Now-
0: I will say that he did not look good to, on the, down the stretch in the playoffs last year either.
1: No, he did
0: not. Yeah. Um, he did not play very well.
1: No, he did not. Uh, Next up, the Arizona Cardinals head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Panthers getting three and a half at home. You get an extra half-point hook. Um, That's not enough to me. Give me the Cardinals minus three and a half, even though they're on the road. Um, They're going to have a pissed-off Kyler Murray and uh, company coming into town against the Panthers, who, quite frankly, can't get it done in the red zone. I know they just came off a, uh, a nice little win there against the chargers but they only won by five and the reason was because they kept kicking field goals they don't uh they are not really getting there they're not really getting in the end zone um i like the cardinals to win and i like them to win big so um, i'm gonna pay that extra three and a half point hook uh with um the cardinals even though they're on the road what do you think craig
0: i think so too i think that um that is a game that the cardinals barely lost and Murray, like, th- there, there are some interceptions there that just Murray is not going to throw very often. He's a yeah. pretty accurate, usually pretty smart with the football. Should add a couple uh, more or two. Yeah, yeah. He just he, Murray, Murray didn't play very well. I don't expect that to be a regular thing this season by any stretch. But he had three interceptions. Like, if, if, if you have three interceptions, you are typically not going to win. Um, I think that he will play better this week, uh, perhaps even a lot better. I know they're on the road, but, uh, yeah, give me, give me the Panthers. Uh, I mean the, the Cardinals rather, and I'm willing to, uh, willing to be minus three and a half on that.
1: Uh, Cardinals giving three and a half on the road. What do you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, I, I think the Panthers are bad. Um, I've liked what I've seen from the Cardinals thus far. Uh, so I, I, I think the Cardinals can, can win by more than that. I'm a little uneasy giving them that on the road. um, I, I take the Cardinals here, but I'm not uh, I'm not as sold as you two seem to be.
1: Uh, before we move on to the next game, I forgot to mention uh, because it slipped my mind earlier the uh, over/under in the Thursday night game, 39. You guys. <laughs> oh god. 39. Two two professional oh, football teams. Oh,
0: man.
1: So bad. Um, um, I mean, that's that the line. Under. Like,
0: that line, that 39 point line, is like. Okay, like two, like the the seventh and eighth best team in the Big Ten are playing each other. That like
1: ugh, we've that's... seen it in the five years we've done this podcast. I think we've seen the thirty nine line two. This might be like the third time we've seen it or something like that. But it has happened before. Is the uh, is is the point? Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely the the it's it's definitely the insult of uh, the, the super insult uh, in, in when two NFL teams are playing each other. When you see the thirty nine point line. Um, yeah, so bad. All right. Uh, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Cincinnati to take on the Fighting Burrows, coming off a tie. So uh, Joe Burrow didn't lose three in a row, but he's still yet to record an NFL <laughs> win. The the Bengals and the the Eagles and Scott Hansen mentioned this, I think, uh, during red zone when when just during that awful awful overtime that I think the was it the last time or like two times ago when the Eagles and and Bengals hooked up. They also tied, and that was when Donovan McNabb. I think when he was getting interviewed after the game, admitted he didn't even know you could tie a game in the NFL. So <laughs> That's
0: <changed> right. <laughs> so well, bad. We
1: oh God, so bad. Uh, the Bengals and the Fighting Burrows minus three. They're getting the three-point home bump from from Joe Burrow and company against the Jacksonville Jaguars, coming off a ten days rest. Uh, Gardner Minshew did not look good last Thursday. Um, but they got the extra rest and the Bengals are getting three. Uh, what do you make of this one, Bill?
2: Ooh, I, I think I like Jacksonville here. Um, I, I don't know. These are both two teams that have, have struggled. Um, I, I, I think you want to just bet on, uh, which quarterback you think is better. Um,
0: I, I know who I think it is. Uh, <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. burrow has been fantastic. Um, I got my I mean. Fever. Yeah, yeah no, well,
2: I think I like Jacksonville
0: here. I, I this is a, this game could go either way for me, and I, I think it's a stay away. If I had to bet, I think I would go with the Jaguars. But what I will say about them is this: the Bengals secondary has been real good. Yes. They've been they've been real good. They've
1: been ball hawking, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, and 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 they've held some some decent offenses in check. Their ninth in DVOA. Uh, 27th in offensive DVA so there's some improvement to have there a lot of that improvement was, would be with the ground game which um, they just hasn't been any blocking for whatsoever um, but I suspect that that offense is going to improve as the season goes on but the defense is is, is, is all right I think the Jaguars are the bet here if you have to bet but uh, don't count the Bengals
1: yeah, I think if you own any Bengals or Jaguars in fantasy, get them in your lineup this week because I just, this has all the makings of just like a dumb shootout to me. Um, gambling wise, ah, just stay away from me. I don't, I'm not sure if you're, like, I'm really fitting for these two teams to, uh, uh, yeah, just not be good. And I'll say this, just as an added little aside, it has been a long dream of the crossover podcast to see, um, a team tie twice in a season. And I have the under on both of these teams for the season total. So if this team could end in a tie, this game could somehow end in a tie. I would be fulfilling a life. Like we, we got the 30 interception season last year. You know, like let's let's see a team tie twice in one season and have a record that's like blank, blank, and two, right? Like I've always <laughs> wanted to see blank, blank, and two at the end of a team, se- like at the end of a team season. So, uh,
0: you bet. if, you had to bet on, if you had to bet on one of the Eagles or Bengals to have a tie between now and the end of the year, which which team would you bet on?
1: Uh, I think this Bengals team. Yeah, see, I kind of lean on the Eagles. Really, I don't know. Like, I just think the Bengals can score. I just like I just years. feel like
0: this is this, 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 this being such a weird season for the Eagles and yeah, and, 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 and I just feel as though oh yeah, we tied twice is the sort of thing that would happen to them.
1: That you're you know what you're right uh, mo, like mojo slash juju wise you're de- definitely definitely the uh, definitely the Eagles for
0: the, sure. the Bengals are are playing with house money. Like if if Burrow looks okay and some of their young guys look decent and then they lose a bunch of games. That's, like, exactly what you want if you're a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles were supposed to be competitive this season, and they are the opposite of
1: that. Yeah, I don't know. I, man. Um, I mean, we can get into the Eagles right now if we want, but, I mean. They're I,
0: I, They're terrible.
1: They're awful. Wentz uh, there, is...
0: There's nothing else I can say. And I know they're banged up, but they're just, and Wentz looks bad. They're 28th in offensive DBOA, 29th overall. It is a bad football team.
1: Yeah, if and Wentz, I don't, think they're gonna get any better. No, if Wentz didn't have 2017, we'd be talking about him like he's Mitch Trubisky. I think he has been so bad, and I, like he, it, it you wonder. See, I, I...
0: I don't know if Mister Brisky is the word that we'd yeah, be using. Yeah,
1: that's, that's probably you're right. Uh, I'm being he's, harsh.
0: He's better than that. Trist However, is just my go-to we, bad. <laughs> we would be talking about. Oh my God, the Eagles gave up a ton to get up to second overall and get this guy. Yeah, and they're just they just have not got the return on the investment. Is Last year, remember they had products. no they, their, their receiving core was nothing. Yeah. and he put up a 93 quarterback rating just because he he played well. Um. But other than that, like it's, it's, it's been, it's been bumpy. Um, I, they, 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 they're, they're bad. They're just simply bad and they're hurt and they're getting more hurt. I don't know what the status of, 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 of Jason Peters is, but, uh, um, he had, he got, he had an injury, uh, in last week's game. Um, of course, if you have a 38 year old offensive lineman, that's the sort of thing that's going to happen. Uh, but they, they've just been hammered on depth in that particular spot. Uh, Peters was not very good in the game either, but they've, uh, they, they, have lost some guys there. Dallas Goddard is out as well. And he, other than Ertz, has been their second best receiving threat. Um, it is, it's just an ugly, ugly, ugly situation there. And I think that you look back at their off season. I know that sometimes you, people might say, well, you can't blame, uh, coaches for, for injuries or general managers for injuries, which is true, but you look back at that, this off season and they left this team week at the pass catcher spot. That was obvious to everybody at the time. And they came into this season when there were some good receivers available this off season, they came into this year still in a situation where they're depending on unknowns or guys that were a little bit older, like Deshaun Jackson. So it was a very poor plan. This past off season did not work out very well. Oh, and they also left themselves in just a horrific situation at linebacker. Like, uh, the, it, against the Rams, uh, Nate Geary got put into the blender and it happened a little bit, not, not quite the same way, but it happened a little bit again against the Bengals. We're just making these bizarre decisions because I think the teams want to make this guy cover in, in, in the past game and, 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 see what the results are. Cause oftentimes it's good news for offenses and they left themselves weak at uh, a at pass catcher, not linebacker. And geez, is it ever showing this season?
1: Is Wentz a, is product, a product of, of Frank Reich? Frank
0: no, again, I thought he was really good last year. I really did think he was good last year in very, very difficult circumstances. I thought he was good. Um, he's just had a horrific three games here. Um, and I just don't know if it's going to get better because last year we saw them sort of hold it together with duct tape and sort of get into the playoffs despite the fact that they had all these situations. But, uh uh, I just don't see it getting better this season. I don't see it something that, that can be something that Wentz can do for more than a couple of weeks at a time anyway. Um, so I think Wentz is good, but the, uh, the situation around him has been a negative one for a, a little while here. It's
1: a shame. It's a damn shame. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are heading into Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys coming off a tough loss to the Seattle Seahawks. They're minus five Vegas zone for this game, you guys. Um, it's a bit high for me. I am not a big believer in the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm slowly falling out of love with Baker each week when, uh, the, the more commercials of him, I see the, the angrier I get, um, really, they've got the best running back tandem in the league. I think they'll be able to move it against this Cowboys team. I don't know if they'll win, but I I, I like the plus five. I think I think I'm going to take the plus five with the Cleveland Browns here, and it might be one of my five. Uh, Browns getting five on the road against the Cowboys. What do you think, Bill?
2: I love the plus five here. Um, Dallas has not been able to stop anybody really. Um, they've and if this starts going back and forth, like has Dallas won a game by more than five yet? Um,
0: Dallas is the only no. game Dallas. has this season, the other team had to forget to recover an onside kick. Yeah. yeah.
2: So And they won by what, a point? Was it two? Yeah, two?
0: By two, I think. Two. But yeah. yeah.
2: And then they lost by a point, and then they lost by a touchdown. Like They played nothing but close games, um, and they don't seem all that great, so I'll, I'll take
0: Cleveland here with some confidence.
1: 56 is the over-under for this one, Craig.
0: 56. That's high. I don't know if Cleveland... I kind of like the under there. I don't know if Cleveland's going to move it as quick as, um, as as some of the other teams that have played Dallas. Because I think the like Cleveland's going to move the ball, but it's going to be more of a running it, more of a screen game type of thing. So it's not going yeah, quite to quite and- be what Russell Wilson was doing over uh, on Sunday, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, by the way, uh, they are 21st overall in defense. And against the, uh, uh, against the run, they're slightly better. But it's still not exactly something to be excited about. I think that uh, Cleveland's going to be a tough test for them yeah, the ball.
1: Should be a bit of a shootout. Um, next up, a game that currently has no line. Um, the Loser Leaves Town match that were your Vikings, Bill, uh, and the Houston Texans. Currently not available. I believe that is due to the fact that the Vikings can't practice right now um thanks to the fact that they were the team that played the titans last week and the titans have a bunch of positive covid uh, tests Four positive covid tests for the yeah and uh now a uh, quick google search of the uh minnesota vikings will uh, bring up some lizzo lyrics and it will also let you know that uh the vikings so far have been or uh, have nothing but negative tests going forward um they haven't talked about moving this game unlike the titans game so i assume this game will go forward but for now it's kind of on the shelf so we have no line for this did anybody happen to catch a peak of a line earlier this week off the top of their head for this one
0: uh i've got texans minus four
1: texans oh goodness um well, I'm going to defer to you on that one, Billy. The te- the Houston Texans, a desperate Houston Texans team versus a desperate Minnesota Vikings team with the Texans getting four at home. What do you think?
2: Ooh, um, I don't know. This this Vikings team has been strange. Like, I would never assume they'd cough up 31 points to Tennessee. Um, but at the same time, like, 30 is, is not a bad offensive showing. You know, Justin Jefferson did great. Cook had a great game. Um, I, I, I think I like... The Vikings here um, versus Houston, but they've just been too unpredictable for me. um, So I'm not that confident with it.
1: I could actually hear everyone in North America uh, pulling a hamstring running to their computer to claim Justin Jeffries on their waiver wire after that <laughs> <Yeah>. long touchdown <laughs> after while he was yeah. dancing in the end zone after that long touchdown. Yeah, it's about him
2: coming into the year and then it was, you know, a couple weeks and not much. And I mm. thought, ah, there that goes. But then he uh, looked pretty sharp.
1: Yeah. Nice little breakout game. Um, mm. Well, what would you have to say on this one, Craig, if the Texans are indeed getting four when we look at this game on Saturday or Sunday? Uh
0: Here's what I'll say about the the Texans. If if I were to tell you that the three best teams in the league are Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, would you argue with me?
1: Nope, not right, not from where I'm sitting. I mean, Green Bay would obviously have something to say, yeah, thing, but yeah, Green I, Bay might have. Green Bay's a little overrated because they're winning yeah. games 38 well, to
0: 35. Yeah, but I, if, if you wanted to say those are the three best teams in the league, I think that most people would agree. Absolutely, uh, the AFC the three-
1: is clearly better than the NFC, That's and it's, it's like, like the like the like four of the like five to six best teams might be in the AFC. It's it's nuts.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, and I, I know that's not what D V A would tell DVOA would tell us at this point at Football Outsiders. dot com, but anyone would say, well, we're only three weeks in here, so it's hard to really get a a, a total grasp on that. Uh, the Chiefs uh, are sitting at uh, at uh, where are they? It's it's not good. Uh, wherever it is, or relatively ninth. not. The Chiefs are uh, ninth. Yeah, that wonderful. the Chiefs are not the ninth best team right now, and uh, no one would no one would tell you that. Uh, so anyway, uh, I would say that the Texans have just got the most brutal start to a uh, a season that a schedule could possibly provide, for one. I think it's, it's, it's fair to say. Uh, I suspect they rebound this week. I suspect that the texans get a win and look minnesota's schedule hasn't exactly been uh, an easy one either they've faced um what looks like a very good colts team they face what looks like a pretty good titans team and they face the packers as well all the teams that minnesota's played uh have, have looked real good to start the season so they've had a tough time of it too but i'll, I'll take the texans at home
1: i think i agree uh, next up, the Seattle Seahawks, minus 6.5, looking pretty damn good, at least on the offensive side of the ball. They're heading to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, again, giving 6.5 on the road. Boy, that really – that that 6.5 just has Miami backdoor cover written all over it uh, from where I'm sitting, God, that might be one of my five. That is 6.5 with Fitzpatrick against this, this awful Seahawks secondary is, is – very
0: banged secondary, awful pass rush. But yeah, if I I don't know what the Jamal Adams situation is for uh, for this week yet. Looking it up right now as far as what the latest is, uh, but sounds uh, like he
1: wasn't going to play earlier in the week.
0: Yeah, that's
1: that, that's the, that's how Pete Carroll
0: made it sound earlier in the week. And today, uh, Pete Carroll said he was pretty sore, so that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement mm-hmm. uh, of, as far as whether he's going to be in the lineup. So they got a banged up secondary. They've got a front uh, uh, a defensive front that just isn't good. And, and never going to be good based on the names that are out there uh this has um this has been uh, a, a pretty difficult situation for them obviously uh on defense but doesn't matter because russell, russell wilson uh, can cure a lot of ills pretty quickly uh if you're an nfl team uh i would like the dolphins in this game i feel the same way as you do i think seattle is going to win but the dolphins will uh make it close enough that you're okay
1: uh, Seahawks getting six and a half on the road against Miami. What do you think, Bill?
0: It's too many for the road.
1: Um,
2: too many for the road when you've got, you know, when you're playing porous defense like that. Um, I'll take Miami as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. It might be one of my five. Really like this one. Um, still in the one o'clock games. The Los Angeles Chargers uh, are heading into Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, Chargers, another team super banged up. Um, missing a lot of guys off their defensive line. Buccaneers minus seven and a half. Um, seems a little high for me, but I'm not ready to trust, uh, Justin Herbert on the road just yet. And he got a little bit banged up last week, so I'm not, uh, this one's a stay away for me. I I'm not ready to trust, uh, Tampa Bay or Tom Brady and the Bucks with a high line yet, but also, uh, I, I don't know what to do with this Chargers team just yet. What do you think, Craig?
0: Yeah, I I'm gonna take the Buccaneers. Okay. I just think they're good, uh, and and you know you know where they're good, uh, defense and running the ball.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, defensively they are. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're really really good
1: defensively. Yeah. Running the ball, they've been a little weird. Um, they don't seem to have decided on Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette yet. It's been it's been a little strange down there. That's, that's gone
0: back and forth. Yeah. And I suspect maybe something that uh, I, I I would think that that becomes Leonard Ford-Nesdob. I don't think that in a kind of a make-or-break year for his career, yeah. he would have uh, signed with them unless he had some promises about carry percentages, but...
1: Well, I thought uh, they week week and then what we saw last week yeah. was certainly not the case. Well, it wasn't even close.
0: Yeah, yeah it was mostly Jones. Uh, so, I don't know what the deal was with that, but what I will say is uh, Brady is still figuring things out, and the team is still uh, winning games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they will continue to win games this week. I will take the Buccaneers... To uh, to win this football game against the Chargers,
1: Mike Evans with the all-time hilarious fantasy stat line of two two and two. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay minus seven and a half against the Chargers. What do you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, I, I like Tampa Bay here. Um, if there's one person you can rely on to really beat bad football teams, it's Tom Brady. Um, so y- y- I don't mind coughing up a bit of points with with Tom Brady because you know he always acts like it's. 28 to three and he's still going for it on fourth um i'll i'll take tampa bay here i think they're a much better football team i think the chargers are terrible um so i don't mind laying that many points
1: this is like and you know we we joke about their backfield but this is also the type of game where we're both Fournette and Jones go for like 100 yards apiece or something like that. Like they both just have a day, and it's like, oh God, <laughs> they don't know what the <laughs> hell they're doing. It it's like, this solves nothing. <laughs> it's like good for them, but yeah. it solves nothing. Uh, uh,
0: and, and, <laughs> I think it's going to be a situation where they really want to slow down Bosa and Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and a good way to slow down those types of pass rushers is to just run the ball down the other team's throat. So yeah. that would be what they go into the game trying to do.
1: Absolutely. Uh, next up, a game that is going to get moved. Unfortunately, no line on this one right now. The Steelers and the Titans. Uh, all um, indication is that this game is going to get moved to either Monday or Tuesday. But they do intend to play this game, um, furthering Craig's theory that uh, <laughs> that the commissioner of the National Football League has told everybody, "Get it done." <laughs> like, but... I believe what I
0: said was if Roger Goodell Has to go around personally injecting people with Coronavirus to finish the season, he would do it Uh, (laughs) uh Yeah, uh, this game is good. I would suspect this game will be Monday, might be Tuesday. The fact that the Titans only have four positives at this point is a very, very good sign True. for them. a couple of practices, uh, on, honestly,
1: too. No one of, of quote unquote yeah. significance. Yeah. Not to downgrade yeah. anybody's uh, abilities, yeah. but obviously hope that everyone's okay.
0: But from the perspective of how will it impact this particular football game? We're not talking about Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill here. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I like Pittsburgh's favored by two in Tennessee. At the last line I saw, I would think that I'd want the Steelers there. Mm. Tennessee's uh, Tennessee's secondary is a little leaky. We saw that against Minnesota. So going up against Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster and the creative player receivers the Steelers always seem to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, we have Deontay Johnson and Nate Washington and Chase Claypool. Uh, oh yeah, you, did you make those guys up? No, no, no. They're actual real-life good NFL receivers. We just find these guys. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I like the Steelers.
1: Um... Steelers to Titans. Who you got, Bill?
0: I'm high on the
2: Steelers this year, man. I I, I think they're they've suffered a lot with injuries, and, and when they're healthy, I, I think they're a, a top football team. Um, Tennessee's not bad, don't get me wrong, but uh, I'll take Pittsburgh here.
1: Yeah, gotta yeah. You got you gotta love the Steelers. Um... Last game, the 1 o'clock slate, the Baltimore Ravens are heading to Washington to take on the football team. The Ravens laying heavy wood on the road as they are minus 13-point favorite. Um, If you got...
0: I have a controversial take about this game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If you got uh, Baltimore Ravens, I think, on your fantasy team, get them in your lineup because they are coming in pissed off against a horrible horrible football team this might be a bloodbath um i
0: i I think it's gonna be baltimore's gonna have four touchdowns by halftime
1: yeah this 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 might be a bloodbath i'm a little pissed off at the football team because they should have covered against the uh with the plus seven they had last week against the against the browns and they didn't um but that said, the Browns needed every bit of those four interceptions from Haskins in order to to cover that spread, so I'm a little P.O.'d about that. Even one less interception. The the Washingtons probably uh probably cover that. Um Yeah, this so, this might be just a bloodbath. I don't I, I think there's better spots than taking the minus thirteen, but if you're one of those compulsive types who has to gamble, it's it's gotta be the minus thirteen in this game.
0: Uh, I will say this about this game, and I know this is gonna be controversial. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't gonna like Scott Hansen? Mm. show this game.
1: Really interesting. Um, Baltimore's
0: going to be up by so much. The second half, true. like, and if you look at the rest of the slate, the rest of the slate's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh the well, under- I might have won with the interesting team playing on Thursday. Uh, Colts Bears was the runner-up.
1: Yeah, Colt, I could I could see that. Yeah, Colts Bears. I mean uh, Jaguar Jaguars Bengals I thought would have been it, but are you, are you just He's saying not, that Burrow is so intriguing? He he doesn't Yeah, I'm intrigued Hicks by
0: Burrow him? and and Minchu. I think that might be an interesting game. Mm. I think that might be.
1: Yeah, this is somewhat controversial. This is the highest line. I mean, I I just I don't know if Lamar Jackson belongs in the uh Yeah, that's fair. Anderson and
0: game. I know that, I know that's why it was going to be controversial because mm. you can't possibly I don't show this game yeah. of Lamar Jackson but just show like just show the four touchdowns in the first half and that's it that's yeah. all we need to see and one of them will be on defense anyway
1: yeah it's it's controversial but i don't think you're uh at a line is 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 what I'll, what I'll say uh raven's getting 13 on the road against the football team what do you think bill
2: um i'm not laying 13 on the road take washington but don't look at the team names for us <laughs> don't don't look at them at all just just yeah. take the whole team and ignore it
1: God, what is the marquee matchup of this? There's really nothing that jumps out. I guess, is it Browns-Cowboys? Is that the Browns-Cowboys marquee? is fun.
0: I kind of yeah. like that.
1: That's got to uh, be it. I will
0: say the marquee matchup, as far as the game I'm most interested in, is probably that one. Although, Chargers-Bucks is fun.
1: Yeah, that one should be fun. Vikings-Texans is interesting in the fact that it's a loser-leaves-town, like like a WWE-style yeah. loser-leaves-town match. Oh, right yeah, and
2: four. Um, yeah.
1: Teams have recovered, like, teams have recovered from 0-3. I don't, I, it's statistically- this
0: Texans team with Deshaun Watson, yeah, the quarterback. Two years ago,
1: tomorrow. yeah. So, but I, I, I don't think there's been a team that's recovered from 0-4, um, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Um, Four o'clock matchup, the Los Angeles Rams uh, at home against the New York football Giants. Uh, Rams are 12 and a half, second highest line this week. Um. Boy, um, I was on the Giants last week. That was the big sharp play, was the Giants at home getting four against Nick Mullins, and they got the shit kicked out of them like you wouldn't (laughs) believe, and that was never close, and, man, was I kicking myself after that one. Very rarely am I that wrong, but, boy, was I wrong um i have this one as a stay away but uh man the rams the rams look good and um would probably be 3-0 and if not for a uh ticky tacky uh pass interference call although uh no one should be shedding a tear for the los angeles rams for losing the game because of a bad pi call uh rams minus 12 and a half what do you think bill
2: i'll lay the points in the rams mm. um giants are terrible they're just terrible they're really bad Um, there's no reason to think the Rams aren't going to score on most of their possessions. Um, and and I don't know if the Giants will move the ball at all. Maybe some garbage time. Like, no, I mean, I would have taken the Rams at 16.
0: Yeah, I want the Rams too. like the Giants are the Giants are terrible. And Daniel Jones, not particularly good. Giants defense bad. Uh, and Goff looks fantastic. He's yeah. looked great all three games. Mm-hmm. He has looked great in all three games. I would be very surprised that didn't continue. But um, yeah, it turns out Sean McVay, uh, not dumb. He's still pretty smart.
1: Well, uh, not dumb at football. Um, bit of a fuckhead in real life. Needs to wear his mask properly. And is the impetus for uh, them talking about taking away draft picks now if you don't uh, start wearing his mask what, what, properly. What's yes. Uh, okay. It was yeah. him, Gruden, Carroll.
0: Carroll. No, 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 no. He wasn't one of the, the original three. Was uh, Gruden and Carroll, I believe, right? Or
1: am I was it? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was. He was. Uh, I, I, de- I definitely. I'm, 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 I know lots of them happen Somehow, Belichick hasn't been. Well, uh, Belichick's been. Belichick has his on, but every time they cut to him, he's always like, you know, peeling it off to say something. And the thing. And the thing that upsets me is, in, in a in a regular year. With no COVID, these guys are covering their mouths constantly to get away from lip readers. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Like, and and McVeigh, I'm 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 a little more uh, I'm a little more irked with because he was kind of really fucking annoying and hard knocks this year. And and the the stuff from two years ago when they made the Super Bowl run about like him having this handler guy who like has to like follow him around because he gets so crazy. He just goes on the field and stuff like that. It's like, what are you doing? This is all just dumb shit that doesn't need to exist. And just wear your damn mask. But yeah, brilliant football mind. Absolutely. And I expect them to open it up They, they have, Like they're doing this without having really cut it loose with Jared Goff this week and against the giants who are not only awful, but like super fucking banged up. Um, yeah. The, uh, I, I expect uh, big tangs from the Rams this week. Yeah. Uh,
0: mcveigh uh, I, I just looked up mcveigh was not fined but no. he along with belichick uh frank reich and uh, uh, belichick and frank reich were warned mm-hmm. and, the th- uh, and the and the and sean payton was warned as well
1: yeah sean Payton. Uh, i'm not surprised by yeah. yeah but yeah they've been threatening to uh to threaten to take draft picks away from these teams if the coaches don't fall in line and i'm um, for once i'm i'm in what a, what's-
0: a- like I, I know the answer to this, but what's the most hilarious outcome as far as the first team that get they they, they strip a draft pick bomb for, for mask wearing?
1: Oh, Patriots! Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like, like not even close.
0: Uh, no. yeah. uh, uh, which, is, which of your draft? Which of your draft picks should we take? I don't know. We've already kind of picked them clean here. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, I was gonna say <laughs> the other one would be the Rams, but only because they don't have any of their draft picks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, which,
0: uh, which of your draft picks should we take? I don't know. We kind of traded them all.
1: Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, oh, galaxy you want to brain do? for the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Like can't take. All right, so it we traded them all. Yeah.
0: Ah. Yeah. <laughs> first round pick in 2026.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> forgot to mention this earlier before we move on to the next game, uh because we kind of glossed over because it, it was the COVID game. But the Tennessee Titans record this year, you guys will find this hilarious, as uh, football fans and degenerate gamblers. Uh, mm-hmm. Titans, 3-0, straight up. 0-3 against the spread. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't say, that too, don't say yeah. that too often. Don't say that too often. Next up, the probably the game of the week. Uh, the New England Patriots are heading into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus 7. Um, wow. Um, you don't make money in this league betting against Bill Belichick. But, man, this Chiefs team, I mean, they might... I, I don't want to jinx them, but like sixteen and O has got to be on the table. I was reading earlier that today that DVOA says that they have played the toughest part of their schedule already. Like this, basically, this Patriots game is the toughest game they have left, and I think them and Dallas are one two as far as the easiest schedules uh, according to DVOA as of right now. Like, so I don't know, sixteen and O might be on the on the table for the Chiefs here.
0: Got one game left. I was looking at the schedule today when you're talking about. There are mm-hmm. two games left that I'm like, oh. Uh, at the Buccaneers on mm-hmm. the 20th of November, and before that, it's a Thursday night game at the Buffalo Bills.
1: Mm, funky, but even now, then, the they're, t- they're going to be favored in both those games. though. Yeah, will be
0: in both those games to be clear, but yeah. they will not be favored by a touchdown.
1: No. Um, the yeah, rest
0: of this game, I think they might be favored by a touchdown in all the remaining games other than those two.
1: Yeah, I just man, the Chiefs. Uh... God, they look so good. I mean, that was supposed to be the like a, a AFC championship game preview. And the Ravens didn't even look like they belonged on a field with the Chiefs. No, that was... It was
0: And there were just a couple of throws like the the the, the throw on the deep ball, the Hardman, where Mahomes is just hitting him in stride when he's got a guy in his face. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. There's a throw on like a, a, bit of a rainbow throw throw that he made to Edwards Hilaire. Mm. Uh, and then of course you have Andy Reed just like putting stuff like like I like I said in our, our group chat the other day, it's like he was like doing the Washington the um yeah, Harlan Soder spinning his he's spitting the ball on his finger. Like why are you doing Shovel pass to Sorensen, or why are you doing the like the double reverse uh throw uh you know, ball that gets pitched back to Mahomes and thrown to Edward Solaire? Like, obviously, they've got tons of stuff in the playbook, and everyone knows that. Yeah. But you're doing that stuff when you're kicking the crap out of Baltimore, like, okay, now you're just like doing statement stuff here, which okay, yeah. you know, statements are they you practicing.
2: Mahomes doing underhanded throws, like underhanded yeah,
1: shovel the, passes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: a, that's a good question too. Like, is that what you do in practice, or do you just like do that in the game?
2: Well, yeah, yeah, are all uh, players like, can we just stop practicing this? When will this come in handy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Again,
2: yeah, oh, no, <laughs> to have
0: to be transferred to the peanut factory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but, he,
1: threw a pa- he threw a touchdown pass to Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher is yeah. a left tackle. <laughs> like, and then Schefter tweeted that that was uh, that was the first time since Keyshawn Johnson in 1996 that a first overall pick has caught a touchdown pass, which is you know that's a fun stat. Yeah. Uh, but man, <laughs> I'm reading so right. on the sideline.
0: How can we make this more embarrassing for them? Yeah, so bad. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm a little annoyed that uh, one of the Manning brothers hadn't caught a Philly special.
1: Yeah, that. Was <laughs> so so bad. Bad. But I mean, like the Patriots. I mean, Bill Belichick, obviously a defensive genius. But Bill Belichick's thing has always been like, we stop, the, like the one thing, the one guy, the one thing that you do is what we stop. So I guess for the Chiefs, you would consider that to be Travis Kelsey. So yeah, like the which Patriots, like, oh, okay, well,
0: uh, uh, yeah. Tyree Kill and Hilaire are just going to be okay. Exactly, we're do what they so, want. yeah, so
1: if you're like, all right, we're going to zero in and not let Travis Kelsey beat us, the Chiefs are like, so? All <laughs> right, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like,
0: okay, yeah, we're going to have safety help for Tyree Kill, too, like, oh, okay, McColl Hardman's going to go over the top of your defense, and against most teams, like, oh, okay, McCole Hardman, whatever, but if the guy throwing the ball is throwing darts from 50 yards, yeah. like, whatever, like, if it was me <laughs> out there, like, it's, it's probably going to be okay, yeah. um, yeah, I'm not as fast as Nicole Hardman. Almost, but not quite. <laughs> uh, yeah, So I don't, under, I don't know what the Patriots' plan is going to be this week. Like, I just, I truly don't. Because the way you get after the Chiefs, and you know who's got after the Chiefs pretty well the last couple of years in the Mahomes era, has been the Chargers. The Chargers have provided some resistance for them every time. The way you get after the Chiefs is you rush for and get pressure from rushing for. When you blitz Mahomes, it gets ugly. You can't do that. I don't understand how the Patriots are going to rush for and get pressure against the chiefs. I just don't know how they're going to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I geez. gambling wise, I don't know what to do this game. I just want to sit back and relax. That's so why I have a stay. I had have, have it as a stay away. Cause I just, I'm not betting money against bill Belichick. I'm morally opposed to that. Even if it is this Kansas city chiefs team that I think has got a legit shot to go 16 and zero. but like, man, I, I don't know. What do you think bill chiefs minus seven?
2: Yeah, I like the Chiefs here. I, I just think they're. Bad. I know I hate betting against Belichick too, but uh, I, I just think the Chiefs have looked so good. Patriots have looked better than I thought they would this year, but uh, I, I still like the Chiefs here.
0: Uh, uh, this will be a like. I think that the, the Cam and friends are going to be able to move the ball. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. But the problem is, and this is exactly when the, when the game started. And I th- I think I said it to both of you. And like Bill was here watching the game with me. Um, when Baltimore settles for a field goal on their first drive, it's like oh no. Like yeah. you know, as soon as that happens, you're like oh you can't you, you can't kick a field goal. That's not going to help. And uh, it did not help. It turns out you have to score seven pretty much every time you have it. Like yeah. that's every time you have it, you've got to score.
1: And the like. And it was weird, too, because the, 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 the Ravens were slicing them up, running the ball on that first series. And then yeah, they Lamar, just went away from it. Yeah. And then they, then they just went away from it. And then in garbage time, when they were kind of having some success, it was because they were running the ball. And uh, Lamar was, was uh, getting out of the pocket and doing stuff, with making plays with his legs. So I, I don't know why they got away from that. Maybe maybe it was just.
0: I think it was score-based. I think yeah. it was, oh, my God, the are down by. And, yeah. and because. They must be thinking that, hey, we've got to go up and down the field quick here because we need to get out and, and stop them. And uh, uh, the numbers on Lamar being behind by 10 are not good. And I, I understand that he's up by 10 just about every game he plays. So I, I'm not saying this is a criticism of Lamar, but um, he has not shown the ability to be the comeback quarterback yet. Whereas uh, yeah. Patrick Holmes uh, managed to come back from being down by 10 in three consecutive playoff games yeah, last that's, year. So that's, that's, that's the
1: difference right now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, the joke I kept making was the problem for Lamar was they kept telling him that this was a, like a playoff game, <laughs> right? I mean, that, was, that was that was the joke. Where
0: is Lamar on your quarterback hierarchy at this point?
1: Two. We gonna... still two.
0: Really? Even ahead of the guy in Seattle?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I mean,
1: I, I don't, don't know.
0: know. Like, me, the guy in Seattle playing pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right, and and it seems like Aaron Rodgers is back from the dead too, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you're not gonna go wrong with e, with either uh, Lamar or Russell Wilson, are you? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess if you're uh, if you have to nitpick it, you say Russell has the playoff success that uh, that Lamar currently does not. So yeah, maybe you're right on uh, Russell Wilson. But here's what I'll say about Russell Wilson's MVP campaign. And this this is kind of like a weird. I mean, maybe this is a nitpick, but but uh, I'm Seahawks fans, then they know this is true. The Seahawks are precisely as bad as they need to be for Russell Wilson to need to do what he is doing right now. <laughs> they are they are exactly that bad.
0: No, it's true. If they were better on defense, he wouldn't need to be throwing five touchdowns every time out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. like some of the truly great quarterbacking seasons we've seen over the years have been because the defense hasn't been all that great. Yeah, like I think of when like the the year that. Um, well the year that Manning broke the touchdown record for Denver, remember guys were sort of getting hurt as the season went along and by the time they got to the Super Bowl it was practice squad dudes who were starting. Um, but the year he broke the record with the Colts though that defense not particularly good. No. Some of the, the the great Drew Brees seasons as far as pile of numbers is because oh yeah, if you don't score 35 you lose. yeah like so oh, you know that's the, and, and, and maybe this, maybe this Seattle team is going to be a team like that where well, I hope you score 35 because if you don't, you're probably not going to win. And uh, I don't know if that gets them this week, but here's where I think that they're going to have a problem: is eventually they're going to play some real good quarterbacks, and they couldn't rush the passer against Cam. They, uh, they 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 beat Dak Prescott, but they couldn't rush the passer against Dak Prescott. Eventually, if you're in enough of those games where the other team's quarterback can just sit back there, you're going to lose. Yeah, like I'll yeah. tell you right now: if like in, in, if there's the, if, the, if the if the this season ends with Seattle playing Kansas City in the Super Bowl, like Seattle is going to get. Well, A, it'd be the highest score Super Bowl ever. B, Seattle is going to get decimated in that Super Bowl because if you cannot get to Mahomes rushing four, you are done for. Yeah. And Seattle Seattle's having tr- trouble getting pressure when they're blitzing people. So that is a big, big red flag on that Seattle team. But that's got nothing to do with Wilson, obviously. Yeah.
1: We're also being a little tough on the defenses. Uh, I mean, it's still early. It's week three defenses. It usually takes them a little bit to kind of catch up. They're going to start figuring out this. And and like we're we're, because we're seeing like historic numbers right now across the board in these first three weeks. And that has to come down a little bit as the defenses tighten up and get a little bit better. Uh, Last game of the four o'clock slate. The Buffalo Bills are heading to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Raiders getting three at home. Bills favored by three on the road. And what is a sneaky good football game? I think if this was actually the one o'clock game, this might be the marquee matchup. Um, I'm thinking this is a little bit of a letdown spot for our Buffalo Bills here, you guys. I I, I like the Raiders plus the three. What do you think, Bill?
2: I like the Raiders as well. Um, I, I think think these are they're both good teams, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and Buffalo's proven they've been quite good. I don't know that Allen can continue the pace he's on. Like he's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think he might struggle a little bit more than that, but I'd still say uh, I'll take Vegas here.
1: I think so. I think so too. I'm I'm really big on the Raiders. They're probably going to be one of my five. Um, the one thing, um, Josh Allen showed me a little something because the thing that I was worried about was, you know, Josh Allen's doing this all from ahead. What can we do when, wh- what can he do when he gets behind and the pressure's on? Um, I mean, he got it done, but it was not without its weird faults on that last drive. He had to convert a third and 22, which he did, to, to his credit. But, you know, he got him in a situation where he was third and 22. But he also committed an offensive face-masking penalty, uh, tried to throw the ball with his left hand in that final drive. He tried to lateral the ball um, after he passed the line of scrimmage, and lucky for him, the ball rolled out of bounds. Um, and also he needed that ticky tack pass interference call before he made that really great throw to the tight end on, on the, uh, that really good rainbow throw to the tight end for the game winning score. Um, so not the sexiest game winning drive you've ever seen in your life, but I mean, technically got it done. Uh, Bill's border, like really stradding that line between uh, um, being really good and, and kind of getting lucky right now, a, a little less so than the Bears, but uh, a little bit like the Bears, uh, I think. These Bills, um, Bills getting three against the Raiders uh, in what I believe is a letdown spot. What do you think, Craig? Uh,
0: yeah, I'll take the Raiders as well. I like the Raiders at home. I think that I, I think that this just can be a close game. I think Buffalo might win. Uh, I really like what Josh Allison, I know that he made a couple of uh, of bizarre decisions, but he just, he looks better on the whole than he mm-hmm. ever has in his NFL If you take everything we've seen over the last three games, this is the best three games he's ever played, right? Your
1: confidence yeah. is there, too.
0: Yeah, so. it, it, your confidence is there. So when the Bills, like, you know, the Bills decide, okay, we're putting all the chips in the center, we're seeing what we have with this guy, we're going to trade our first round pick to get Stephon Diggs. That's looking pretty good right now. Uh, although the guy that the Vikings took with that first round pick put up 175 yards on the weekend. Um, but yeah, they are are, are are in a good spot. They're, things are going well. Uh, I think Buffalo probably wins this game, but I want three points. I think it's going to be tight. All right.
1: Sunday nighter, the Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco 49ers. Boo! Boo! Can't believe we can't flex this out. Flex it out for Bill's Raiders, for God's sake. Uh, I know. Um,
0: <laughs> good. now. Sadly, NBC uh, didn't. Uh, if the NBC just gave the NFL more money, they should be able to flex every week. Uh, but yeah, you're right that uh, sadly we cannot flex out here. Uh, this is just not a good game. The Niners will win this game because they've been kicking the crap out of crappy teams for the last couple of weeks here. I think that'll continue. The Niners are actually getting healthier, so yeah, give me the Niners. Kittle Kittle looks like he's going. Uh, Jimmy G I believe looks like he's going as well. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll gladly take the Niners here.
1: Niners minus seven too, which I, wow. That's how bad the Eagles are that this just insanely banged up Niners team who, man, they're, they're, I don't want to say they're getting lucky because clearly they're not with all of their injuries. But if you're ever going to have a shitload of injuries, I mean, I'm not sure if you could get three better teams in the row than the Giants, the Jets, and the Eagles. Right? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, like, get your get your feedback under you. Now, Bosa, yeah. sadly, not coming back.
1: No, yeah.
0: Uh, Plus, but they time to get through this stretch of crappy teams. They should have Richard Sherman back. Mm-hmm. They should have some other the other guys on, on the D-line back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I Samuel don't, should get back. Yeah, yeah well, Samuel should be back. Uh, I don't know if they'll have Jimmy this week, but they will have Kittle. Like, that we know. So, yeah, they're they're getting healthier. So, yeah, if they could if they, they just got lucky with, oh, yeah, we, we paced three terrible teams when we were most our, at our at our weakest here. And now we're sort of back uh, where we want to be. That's, uh, that's a good spot for them.
1: Um, before I throw it to Bill, uh, if you could have flexed out this game, would you guys have rather flexed it out for Patriots Chiefs or Bills Raiders?
0: Bills Raiders. We just saw the Chiefs in primetime. I week.
1: think so too. But even taking that out, I think it would be Bills Raiders for me because I think like let's get some new blood in there, right? Like like uh, that's I think it would that's, be a closer game. It's two teams you don't watch as much, mm-hmm. I, and two teams that are just fun to watch. Uh, Niners getting seven against the Eagles. Uh, what do you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, I'd lay seven with Nick Mullins. I'm good with this with the even <laughs> potentially Jimmy G going. Um, yeah, give me the Niners. They're a better yeah. team.
1: Eagles not exactly a backdoor cover team. Uh, Monday nighter, the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, I guess still Dan Quinn coaching the football. I can't, for the love of God, figure out why Dan Quinn wasn't fired on on Monday. I just don't see how you recover from what we witnessed the last two weeks. Te- teams don't do that twice in a year. They did it in back to back weeks. It's it's ludicrous. Uh, Falcons heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers, who look uh, unstoppable right now and are. One of the teams it's looking for my money right now. It looks like it's going to be a Seahawks-Packers NFC Championship game, which you know has been wildly entertaining in the past. Um, but uh, you know, still a long way to go. Packers minus Cowboys, seven and
0: Cowboys a half. Have to say about that. Even I know Colorado, they're one and two. Yeah. But Cowboys have something to say about. Cowboys, that.
1: Cowboys have the second easiest schedule going, which checks out because yep. they still have yet to play any of the three. They have six. Shite they teams have six
0: games the, against teams that are terrible.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like so bad um packers minus seven and a half against the falcons at home what do you think bill
2: packers man, they've looked good um and, and i'm actually like I, I think atlanta's decent i really do I, I think they're better than an 0-3
1: record great offense I, yeah,
2: yeah but yeah if, if green bay has been able to torch just about anybody there's no reason to think they can't torch atlanta so give me green bay
1: Atlanta's offense is only 19th in dvoa that's somewhat shocking to me
2: Oh. Yeah, I thought it was higher.
1: Uh, see, it seems like they've been moving the ball well. I mean, maybe uh, I mean they do take into account they, like the short uh, the short field and whatnot that they kept getting against Dallas in Week Two there. So that's a little bit shocking to me, though. I gotta say, I thought that I thought that they'd be higher in DVOA. Um, so, the
0: Falcons offense? You thought be yeah, the yeah, Falcons
1: offense. I thought would be a little bit higher than nineteen.
0: That's, yeah, that's fair. Fair now, yeah. now they've had a banged up Julio, but yeah it, feels, yeah, it feels as though Calvin Ridley's open every play. So
1: yeah,
0: mm. uh, right. Packers offense is hitting at a cool second in DVOA because right.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, the defense is legitimately not good though.
1: No, who are I believe
0: now they just might have to be a defense where oh yeah, we make you a couple plays a game get a couple of turns over whatever it happens to be but the defense is not good and that's the thing with these NFC teams is the, there are very very specific and very obvious uh, uh, trouble spots the Packers I think is the, uh, they might have a situation with the secondary that yeah. uh, needs some addressing but uh, and, and that might come back to burn them and specifically against the Seahawks yeah. uh, so uh, I don't know it uh, they, they they look the heck of a lot better in the Falcons I, I'm very curious to see what the Falcons looked like this week if they come out and just get their asses kicked, I think they do have to make a change at coach. Like I just think the teams that demoralized, I think you just have, I know it's four games in the season, but you got to do something. Mm -hmm. You've got to do something. So if I, if I'm, if I'm the, if they lose a close game, then like, whatever. Okay. Moving on here. They're playing a good team. But if they come out and just absolutely get their asses kicked, that's going to yeah. be something that uh, is a real problem.
1: If they lose a close game without blowing a lead, I mean, obviously, if they blow another lead, they've got to, Quinn's got to well, go. It's
0: a situation where, like, if, they're, if they're up by five and Rodgers has the ball with a minute 40 left, it comes down and goes yeah. down. So, okay, whatever. Like, a lot of teams have been burned by Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. If they're up by 20 and Aaron Rodgers scores three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's a different conversation.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So I guess it depends on the style with which they lose to. The thing that I can't shake with this Packers team is just how badly the Niners stuffed them in a locker last year in that playoff game. That was, they they
0: had had a real, they had a real hard time stopping the run. Now they've replaced some of their uh, linebackers in order to, to, to try to hopefully make that better. Uh, they haven't had to test their run defense because they've been ahead mm-hmm. just about the entire time in every game they've played. Uh, maybe this is the week where they have to. I think that uh, uh, Atlanta wanted to run the ball a little bit more this year. They haven't been able to because they've been uh, in, in all these shootouts. Uh, so maybe that's something they're going to try and do. We'll see. Um, but again, the Packer defense, I think, just generally is not good. Uh, people would have been able to chuck it around on them, and I think that if they play the Niners again, it might be another one of those situations where Raheem Mostert's getting the ball and not getting in touch for the first six yards he has it. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, uh it's 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 the the Packer defense is definitely kind of a big uh, big matzo ball hanging over this team right now. Yeah, Matt. Yeah.
1: Uh, how do you feel on this one, Billy? Um.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm Packers all the way.
1: Uh, I, th- I think so too. I, I have it as a stay away though. Cause even as bad as this Falcons uh, have been at uh, keeping a lead, man, that they have all of the weapons to backdoor cover this football game. Right. Uh, so I might have this as a stay away. I'm not sure which side the sharps are on for this one. 57 and a half is the under for this game though. So, <laughs> whew, so they're expecting a little bit of a shootout. All right. So that's it for week four. All that's left to do is to give us our picks. Craig, you won last week. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off in week four.
0: Yeah, I will uh, happily do that. I will. Um, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can I take Pittsburgh minus the two? Or is that not.
1: Committed? I'm going to go ahead and say that one's off the table for this Okay, week.
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's. Uh, I uh, definitely want to take the Chiefs. I am going to take, and I we don't do this, I'm going to take the Rams. And my last one, and I I kind of thought about a couple of different ones here. Give me the Cardinals.
1: Okay.
0: I Billy. went with four faces this week. We'll see how that goes. Yeah,
1: Billy, who you got?
2: Yep, so I'm on the, the Chiefs and the Rams, too. So we're the same there. I got, I'm got. i going to go with the 49ers, regardless of who's oh. at the helm.
1: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> regardless. I'll take the Cleveland Browns, even though I know who's at the helm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I will take the Chicago Bears.
1: Okay. I got some similar ones to you guys. Uh, I, too, am taking the Chicago Bears, so I'm with Billy on that one. Uh, I'm with Craig. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals minus the three and a half. Uh, I'm again with Billy. Give me the five with Cleveland. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins plus the six and a half. And for the last one, uh, I'm I'm sticking with uh, what I believe in the Bills Raiders. And I think it's a letdown spot for the Bills. Give me Las Vegas plus the three. So I'm going to take Chicago, Arizona, Cleveland, Miami, and Las Vegas. Um, That is it. So uh, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com Facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. We're also on Google, Spotify and Stitcher. Uh, So check us out on there and uh, pump up our numbers for those things. Um, That'll be it for this week. I think Um, we'll be back talking week five. Hopefully there's still a football league and we don't have like a massive surge in COVID amongst the teams after this. Um, It will be weird to see uh, how they play that Steelers-Titans game. If I was a gambling man, which I'm clearly not, but if I was, I'd say that game gets played on Tuesday, I think. Um, Much like uh, last time they played a game on Tuesday, if I remember correctly, it was the Eagles-Minnesota Week 16 game. After the game. roof
0: collapsed Metrodome.
1: Yeah, when the Metrodome roof collapsed because of the snow, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Yeah, they had played like the University of Minnesota or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, well, hopefully – yeah, I, I, I guess my guess is they play it on like Tuesday or something like that. Anyway, uh, that is it for this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, it's a pleasure doing this with you. And uh, take care of you guys. We'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast.
0: The crossover.